Hello, guys, and welcome to the special Tucson edition of the Low Key Podcast, episode 26. This episode is sponsored by Justin's. Justin's creates a nut butter that's organic, rich, and creamy with flavors like honey, hazelnut, vanilla, and my personal favorite, favorite chocolate. If you have a sweet tooth, try their peanut butter cups, which come in white chocolate and dark chocolate. So check out Justin's and get a tasty treat. Now, without further ado, a local rapper from Tucson, Chad Pennington. It's nice. It's easy. It's Tucson. Let's get started. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Low Key. I'm here with Chad Pennington. He is a, a rapper, and uh, I'm just excited to have you on. How are you doing, man? I'm good, man. How are you? Not too bad. I'm digging the Tucson kind of area, the feel. Yeah, you are. And it's it's been really cool to to check out like all these cool places. For sure. And you've taken me around oh to, to check out check out some of the places. <laughs> so it's been it's been kind of an exciting weekend. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, um, glad to have you on. Um, can you tell us a little bit about like what you do and uh, yeah, just tell us a little bit what do you do? Cool. Yeah. So um, I I moved here to Tucson originally just for doing a lot of uh, producing work. Okay. Um, and then just a lot of behind the scenes work with any any artist or musicians um, that uh, needed engineering or stuff like that. Um, and then the past couple of months, um, I've been uh, a lot more just full on with really bringing out my own sound and doing my own projects and treating them just as passionately as I would with, you know, recording or mixing anybody else's record. Yeah. So, and it just happened to be rapping. That yeah. Ended up being my avenue. So. Yeah. <laughs> why, um, why did you choose to become a rapper? So, <laughs> it's a funny story. Not a lot of people know this, but before I ever really decided, like, oh, hey, like, music is something that I want to, like, fully invest my life in. When I was younger, uh, I had a a few friends that lived in the same neighborhood as I did, mm-hmm. and their names were uh, Will and Joe. And uh, Joe was, like, this skater kid, and, like, he introduced me to uh, Limp Biscuit. Oh, and, gosh. <laughs> And I was like, oh, man, like, this is rad. Yeah. <laughs> Looking back now, I'd probably get a lot of flack for people being like, man, you like Limp Biscuit, you fucking suck. <laughs> uh, but whatever. Um, and then uh, my friend Will, uh, he was just a huge, like, hip-hop enthusiast, like, was really into, like, Jay-Z and... Um, a lot of other iconic rappers like that. And um, 
So me and Will decided that, hey, we, we're going to start our own rap group. And so I had, I had this karaoke machine. And at the time, you know, with it being the 90s, like you would have to like hold, like we would, we would put the tape in, press record, and I would hold the mic up to the radio playing like some instrumental or to, you know, our Dell computer, you know, playing any instrumental song that we could find mm-hmm. and then we would record that on the tape and then we recorded back over with our own voices <laughs> using a karaoke mic <laughs> and we only had one Dang. so it was really hard um but at that time that's kind of when i really started like falling in love with just rap music and the culture of it and how it made me feel and hmm. you know how it uh really kind of like awakened my my creative process and um you know just just everything about it was just so attractive to me and I was like I, I want this and so for a good couple of months after that I was really serious about uh about being a rapper yeah and also around that same time is when I got my first uh Eminem record the Slim Shady LP. Dude, that's such a good LP. And I, I, I illegally got it. Uh, don't come after because, the cops. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> um, my, my, my grandmother, I don't think she ever knew that I actually had that record. Yeah. I, <laughs> she would have killed me. Um, but when I heard that, that was when I was like, oh, wow. like I could do this. Yeah. Uh, and for at that time, like, every white kid was probably thinking that same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, wow, like, I could I could make rap music and it not be weird because I'm not, you know, a certain color. Um, and so did that for a couple months, but then uh, I also joined a, um, a pop-punk band, um, and I use that term very loosely, uh, later on, as I got into, like, high school and stuff. I didn't know that. Um, yeah. That's funny. And um, that lasted for a while. And then just from there, I, I just really got into, like, the hardcore scene and, you know, just, you know, that whole kind of culture um, and started working with bands that way and, you know, doing a lot of behind-the-scenes work and mm-hmm. just kind of put um, my, my rapping dreams to the side uh, because I was still in it. Uh, in the music industry, just not, you know, with, uh, with the hip hop scene. Yeah. And, um, and now I, um, I've just kind of been like, you know what, screw it. Like, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna do this. Like, yeah, I like, um, I don't think I suck and obviously other people don't think I suck. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm gonna take this as far as I can go. And, um, now I'm here. Yeah. That's really cool. What? What kind of uh, motivates you to do music, and what, um, why, why does music make you so passionate? Yeah, for what, sure. why are you so passionate about music? So, growing up, um, you know, my my grandmother raised me my whole life, and so growing up, she always had like records playing, um, like Elvis Presley, Michael Jackson, the Beatles, um, even like classical music by this composer. Uh, Andrea Bocelli, um, or an opera singer, I guess, both more of what he is. And so I was just always around music, and it was just so, so lively, like, so fun. Whenever, like, there was music playing, there was no 
no stress, like no, yeah, no, no bad energy. It was just very welcoming and just very peaceful. Um, and I guess with just how I am, I'm very drawn to to just anything artistic, anything that's out of the norm. Um, so you know, working a nine to five job has never sounded attractive to me. Like you know, yeah. in high school, when they were like, "Oh yeah, you." You think about, you know, like be a doctor, be a lawyer, you know, whatever. I was like, I don't know. Like, I can't, mm-hmm. I can't do that. It doesn't excite me. But whenever I think about music or I think about art and the whole creative process and seeing all these other people that I've been able to work with um, and who have worked with me on my own stuff and about yeah. the, the dynamic of, of people in the same room creating something from nothing is super just just attractive and it's it's something that if I don't create something every day mm-hmm. I'd, I'd go crazy like yeah. if, I, if I'd stopped creating I would have no um, I just I wouldn't I, I wouldn't be me and I wouldn't um, be, I don't think I'd be as happy as I am with mm-hmm. life, um, because I'm not, I'm not putting something out there into the world. Um, and you know, with, with me and what I feel my purpose is music in whatever form it comes out as that's, that's my contribution to, 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 to the world and to, to artists and just to art in general, um, to, to add more to, um, to life in that mm-hmm. way. Tell us a little bit about like your personal opinion about like the rap scene, um, and then tell us a little bit like how seeing how it's changed from the this probably the seventies. I don't know when rap started, but <laughs> yeah. probably like yeah. progressing from um, the past to now. Mm-hmm. Um, what 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 have you seen change, and um, what excites you about rap um, mm. right now, where it's going? Yeah. Um, I mean, there's, there's a lot of good and bad coming with it. There's a, there's a few rappers that are coming out now that, um, (laughs) that are arguably, um, bad. Yeah. Uh, but maybe that's just me being, uh, biased. Um, but I don't know. I think in general with some of these rappers, they... They're, they're only doing it for, you know, probably a short amount of things, like the the fame and recognition that comes with it and then, you know, those, those big paychecks. Yeah. And that's all they're ever in it for, um, which I understand. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, make more money out of, out of this now than I am. And, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get to a, a good, comfortable place as well. So I understand that, but... I feel that there also has to come uh, with more uh, more of a deeper meaning than just doing something uh, for money. Um, you know, if you're for art, particularly, um, if if you're doing it just for the money, then your art's going to be compromised. Yeah, um, it's going to end up being more of a, a corporate thing, like we've talked about, um, and it's just going to be very just cut and dry there's going to be 
if there is any emotion to it, it's going to be very limited. Yeah. Um, and your listeners are they're they're gonna they're gonna recognize that. Yeah. And more than likely, with it being the hip hop scene, you know, they're gonna call you out on it. Yeah. Um, because I do feel there's a lot of really passionate hip hop listeners mm-hmm. um, that enjoy hip hop for just what it is and um you know and if, if you're being fake about something then or you're or if you're if you're being fake or if you're being um if you're holding back mm-hmm. um if they can tell then they're gonna they're gonna call you out and they're gonna they're gonna drag you down yeah <laughs> make sure that you're not uh successful um yeah so, from the bad aspects, there's that. Um, but also, on the flip side, there's a lot of good artists coming out um, with a lot of passion and a lot of heart, and they, they do get those big paychecks, and they are thriving, and they're being, being super successful, but they also just do it because they love it. Yeah. Because that's who they are. If they mm-hmm. didn't do it, you know, like I've said before, they, they go crazy. Um, they wouldn't be themselves. This is who they were created to be. Yeah. Like from the moment they were born, it was in them to be where they are, to mm-hmm. be an artist, huh. to be a performer. And that's what they love. They love that's what they love to do. They love to perform. They love to write and create and bring something to the table for people of all different walks of life. Mm-hmm. Um, whether they're going through a hard time. And they just need to put on a record that just automatically makes them feel good. You have records like that. I have records like that. That's the one thing that everybody has in common. They have at least one song or record that they can put on and immediately forget about their problems. Um, And so I think now we're in a time to where that's becoming more of a thing than it probably ever has. There's yeah. becoming a lot of really good records coming out that just make you feel something. Um, you know, whether it's sad or happy, it makes you feel. And um, in general, even aside from all the bad stuff um, that comes with it, overall, I think for hip-hop and music in general, there's um, we're coming into a really exciting time uh, for it. And I think it's only going to get better. Yeah, so. that's cool. So I feel like you've kind of created yourself in Tucson. Mm. Um, yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about the Tucson music scene a little bit, the local, the local scene? Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, I'm no, I'm no native. I've been here for maybe about eight months, so I'm not going to pretend to know everything about it. I'm sure, you know, there's somebody from Tucson that's listening to this that, it's like, ah, oh, you bitch, why aren't you saying this? Yeah. Um, but from what I've seen, um, you know, with, with Tucson being how it is, there's just a lot of culture all the way around. Yeah. Um, and predominantly just in, in art um, with, with, you know, culinary stuff, you know, to breweries, um, and then just tons of different types of music there's a little bit of like a latina music scene um 
maybe not as big, but it comes out every now and then, and it's super fun. Yeah. I love it. You you see those Latinas really rep hard yeah. for their culture, and um, it's really great to see. Um, there's like a indie rock scene mm-hmm. that's doing really well. I have a few friends in a band called uh, Architecture that um, are doing really well here. Um, they did like an interview um, or a performance at like some uh, local radio station here in Tucson. And they're killing it. They're really, really good. So shout out to those guys. Um, then, uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, heavy metal bands um, that usually play at like the Flycatcher um, and the Rock. Okay. Um, that um, they usually have like battle of bands and stuff like that. That's really cool. Um, and it, it's, it's great. It's super fun. Um, and then, um, you know, there's a little bit of like a country folk thing that we've we've seen a little bit of and then uh hip-hop here i think is really uh holding it down there's a lot Mm -hmm. of really good artists here um you know i haven't been able to to meet all of them or even half of them but the ones i have met um they've they're going hard yeah and they're 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 all in it they're not like you know oh i just do this for a hobby um, but like the ones I've met at least are in it because this is, this is what they want to do with their life. This is who they, they see themselves as because this is what they love to create. Hmm. Um, and, um, you know, on my song, uh, everywhere we go, um, I have a guy, uh, named Mac Bowman. Um, obviously just goes by Bowman on the record, but he's a, uh, you know, he's a student at the U of A. Um, but he's, he's serious about his art and about his craft. And, you know, even, even though he's in school, um, well, that happened. (laughs) Uh, cool. So anyway, uh, but even though he's in school and doing that thing, like he's, he's still pushing his, Hmm. his music really hard and, um, I don't know when, like, he's pushing out a record. Um, I think it's maybe, like, this summer, I think. But from the music I've heard, and obviously from the verse that he spits on on my song, he's a fantastic artist. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just, I'm really, I'm really proud to be in a city and be a part of a city now that is so uh, just passionate about art. Yeah, uh, you know, I've I've lived in a lot of different places and a lot of different a lot of of those cities, you know, are passionate about art in their own little ways and it's great. Um, but Tucson, for whatever reason, um, they just they're just super real, yeah. and they their art is is their life. Yeah. Um, and then obviously from what you saw yesterday, you're just walking around downtown like. The art's everywhere. Yeah. Like, you can't look for a mile without seeing, like, you know, a, you know, a graffiti tag or, um, you know, some, like, metal statue made out of, like, trash cans or something. Um, or, you know, hearing music, you know, under the, under the bridge or... Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even if it's not that good, like, yeah. it's, you know, it's 
whatever, it's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, it's, it, it, it's, it's really amazing to, to be a part of a city like this. And, um, yeah, like every day, every day I go out, I get inspired by something just because of the people and the community here. Um, seems to me like we really seem to have like each other's backs and support of, you know, our art and what we want to do with our lives. And, um, I don't think there's any better feeling than that. Yeah. There's a, there's a very creative culture. Like you said, there's, there's, there's a, if you go downtown, there's like a lot of art murals everywhere and just like paintings on the, Mm. on the walls and like even on the the buildings. And it has a very historic feel to it that they want to preserve, which is really cool. For sure. Um, tell us a little bit about your songs. Um, and kind of describe some of them to us, like mm. the meaning of them for, for us. For sure, yeah. yeah. So I'll just go with uh, the two that I have out right now. Um, I have some others in the works, but um, they're not they're not completely, the, the thought process isn't completely like out there yet, so trying to explain would be a little weird. But uh, <laughs> yeah, be like, oh yeah, this one's of, Yeah, know, it hasn't my, been made yet, guys, my, but yeah. My, 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 this, this one's of, you know, my, my cat that I had for two months. Uh, <laughs> rest in peace, Sebastian. He's not dead, but yeah, he's dead. Kind of want him to be. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, you don't. You just don't want to go. I just hated him. <laughs> um, no, so everywhere we go uh, was just kind of a good introduction song to me as an artist, just to keep it fun and hype and, you know, just, just positive. Um, and throwing um, the the chorus in there uh goes uh you know throwing dabs everywhere we go so which is super catchy (laughs) i thought so um and you know for i guess however long now i've just as soon as like the dab became a thing i just ah, dab yeah um and it's you know it's I'm not addicted to it, but it's it's just fun to do. Yeah. And I get a lot, of, a lot of flack on it sometimes, but I love it. So just throwing that in there to pertain to, you know, what's trendy right now um, or just fun to do. Um, it's just kind of, it's just a fun song. Yeah. You know, super high energy and just something that every, everyone can, can vibe to. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's just a fun song. And uh, obviously... You know, Matt Bellman killed his mm-hmm. verse, and I was really honored to have him on a song, and um, I think that collaboration went really well. Um, so it was a good intro for sure. And uh, the other one that I have that just dropped like last week, um, it's called "Please Just Let Me Be." That one, uh, it's a little, it's not, it's still kind of hype, but some of the verses are a lot more serious. Um, one of the verses is uh, losing my mom, you know, didn't see no way out for me. And um, that verse, uh, and just for that song, um, you know, saying, please just let me be, uh, you know, I've, it's been, been six months since uh, my grandmother passed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I referred to her. I refer to her as my mom because she she raised me so by you know default she is my mom yeah she was my mom and um, so 
it's been six months since she passed, and she's probably a big reason why I'm I'm doing more performing um, and actually doing my own stuff and writing my own stuff and putting my voice out there more than just hiding behind a soundboard um, because I I realized that you know I'm not I'm not sure how long I have you know here yeah um, and it, it 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 scared me for the first couple months after she passed because I was like I my whole view on life is just so skewed right now and I have no idea what I'm supposed to do um, you know I almost just packed up and left Tucson because I was like I, I I don't even know why I'm here anymore yeah and um, so going through this process and I'm still now even going through um, it's really just kind of like a like I lost the woman who, or the the person that knew me better than anyone, mm-hmm. um, you know, knew all all of my 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 secrets, um, knew all of my 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 faults, yeah, um, knew what was really quick to piss me off, and knew the things that I was really passionate and happy about, yeah, um, but still loved me so unconditionally and was was always there to offer advice even if I didn't want it and um and so coming out of this now it's like a like it's it's an empowering thing to be like yes like I'm, I'm having to go through this new chapter um to go through this new chapter without this person anymore um you know, I can't, I can't call them for advice. I can't, you know, when I'm feeling stressed, I can't, I can't go to them for comfort anymore. Yeah. You know, I have, I have to, in a sense, I have to really just take what I've learned from her in the, in the 25 years that I had her and really just use that and to base off of my, my decisions and my, my mm-hmm. life is, um, you know, okay, well, what would she say? Yeah. You know, what, what would she do? How would she handle this? You know, how do I know what I've learned from her? How do I know to handle this? Um, and so now with with my art, it's like you know I'm not I'm done I'm done holding back. You know I'm done I'm done being shy in the aspect of nervous about people hearing my stuff. Yeah. Um, it's more of a I know this is what I'm supposed to do with my life. I know mm-hmm. I'm good at this. I know I have a purpose for this. So I'm going to take this as far as I can take it, mm-hmm. you know, no hesitation, no stopping, you know, no, no second guessing mm-hmm. myself. Um, this is, this is, this is mine. Mm-hmm. This is what I love. This is all the love and the heartache and the joy and sadness that I've had um, from dealing with my mom's death uh, into an outlet of art that I know can change people's lives. Yeah. Um, and so that's, um, you know, with, with this project, that's what I'm really going for to be something that's empowering for people to know that, you know, even if they've lost something that's been constant in their life since they were born, mm. um, that they can still get through this with, with strength and integrity and, and, and passion 
for whatever they're passionate about hmm. and that they can they can take this as far as they want to go yeah um because there's literally no limit to anybody who's passionate about art or you know whatever it is mm-hmm. even if it's school related you know go as far as you can get that get that degree you know make that money yeah you know with me make this record get that money <laughs> uh, yeah and you know i'm it's 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 so much deeper than even just like this record because it's really my whole life and my whole thought process in these past six months um and re rediscovering my passion and even maybe building it up a little more since then um going into um this music yeah. so that's really cool that's a really cool um way to look at life mm-hmm. and then also a really cool way to look at um music and creativity and art um mm. it seems like one of the reasons why you create music or um, almost the death of your grandma mm-hmm. kind of helped you push to a creative push exactly and, and, and push you out and that's really cool um, to see but also that you want to bring um, that creative um, passion for sure through, through your music and also show people that through my music if you're going through a difficult situation Absolutely. I want you to know that um, this music will inspire you absolutely um um, that's really cool so um that being said Mm. um you just went on tour Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about your your tour in the in the california yeah (laughs) yeah so that (laughs) that tour was everything that i could have imagined plus yeah. Um, it was all DIY, so um, there were a few um, a few people that I knew up in California with a little bit of connections, and so they helped me um, with that as well. So, um, but but mainly it was just me like putting myself out there and saying, "Hey, can you help me with this? Can you help me book this?" And it just kind of worked out. Um, you know, for four or five days that I was gone, uh, you know, nothing super crazy, but, uh, it was really great. I, um, I was supposed to have a show in, uh, Scottsdale, Arizona, um, for my first show, but for whatever reason, um, just some, some booking dates got, got double booked. Yeah. And so that fell through. So, um, I ended up leaving, uh, the same day that I was supposed to, but I ended up going out to uh, San Diego um, first uh, and spent an extra day there. Um, just kind of hung out. Really great. Super yeah. fun. And um, and so that San Diego show the next night, um, I was super nervous because it was my, my first show performing these songs with this project. And... Uh, and even if that wasn't even enough enough pressure, uh, it was my my mom's uh, hometown, yeah. Um, and where she spent a lot of her life uh, in like her twenties when she was just becoming a flight attendant, and you know, 
kind of doing the same thing that I'm doing here. Like, you know, I do do my job and write these songs and stuff, and then I go out in town and party it up <laughs> and uh, make a lot of good and bad decisions. <laughs> Meet a lot of possible first wives, you know. It's great. Uh, and so just hearing those stories that she used to tell me and putting those stories to an actual location and actually seeing these places that she would talk about um, was such of a spiritual experience for me mm-hmm. to where I could just feel her everywhere in San yeah. Diego. Um, even at that venue, right before I stepped out on stage, I, I, I'm convinced that she, she was there. Um, because I just got super overwhelmed, like how you would if you saw, you know, your dead mother after six months of her being gone. Yeah. Um, and even though I didn't see her, I felt her. Um, and to me, those are just two different views of the same thing. Um, and so I stepped out on stage you know, after I got myself back out together, and bro, I just brought it, dude. I went so hard, because I was just so overwhelmed with energy and joy, because I was like, this, like, this is it. This is what I'm supposed to do, and now that I felt this, that is unexplainable by any other feeling, I'm, I'm about to bring this bitch down (laughs) (laughs) and I did and it was great um the other funny thing about this tour was that I very rarely played with any other hip-hop acts it was like a bunch of rock bands and then heavy metal bands and you're you're the only (laughs) and I was the only rapper (laughs) and I was just jamming with the with the metalheads dude and everybody was super super stoked on it and um because I don't think that when they look at me, like, because I've been a part of, like, the pop punk and hardcore scene, like, you know, they would think I play bass for, like, a, a band or something. Yeah. People don't see me as, oh, this boy spits some bars. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, shit. Yeah. And they just get so hype over that. Um, and that's pretty much how it was for every other single show, uh, you know, up to Anaheim. And ending with Anaheim was just a dream come true. I played at uh, the show called the cha- uh, the show this venue called the Chain Reaction, and a lot of other people I know have played shows there, like people in other bands and stuff. Yeah. Um, and so that was that was kind of like a little little check off the list. Like, hey, I got to play at a venue that I've known for uh, I've known of for a long time. And a lot of my friends have played there, and mm-hmm. now, I'm, now I'm another one. And um, That's awesome. So that was really great. But, uh, yeah, the tour went really smoothly, and uh, even when I got back, I was happy to see everyone again, but uh, I'm definitely ready to get back out on the road. Yeah. So. That's awesome, man. So how could people follow you, check out what you're doing, mm-hmm. and see um, – where you're at or where your music is and support you. Yeah, absolutely. So as far as music goes, um, you can go to my SoundCloud, uh, soundcloud.com slash 
Chad Pennington, all one word, um, or all together, whatever. Um, and it'll be there. Um, but then also they're out on all major platforms, Spotify, iTunes, um, Google Play, Beats Radio, all that stuff. Um, they're out there right now. Um, I know for iTunes and Spotify, you have to search, uh, you, you can search under Chad, but you'll find a picture of a, of a, uh, Asian composer, (laughs) an Asian composer sitting on clouds. (laughs) And that is not me, but they haven't changed it. So I'm taking that now. So, if anybody knows who this person is, let them know that I'm taking it. Because <laughs> um, it's dope, and I love it. That's hilarious. Um, so, you can do under that. It might be a little harder, but usually, if you just type in Chad, and then the name of the songs, like Chad, Everywhere We Go, or Chad, Please Just Let Me Be, on iTunes or Spotify, this should pull right up. Yeah. You'll see it. Um, and then... You can follow my Snapchat, uh, Chad underscore Pennington um, is what you would search. Um, and then my Twitter, Chad A. Pennington. And then my Facebook. Um, and then Instagram, Chad Pennington. Um, those are pretty much all the major platforms that I'm on and where I'm always constantly posting um, about my music and just life and what's going on. So... Cool. I'll say that for sure. Cool. Well, thanks for being on the Low Key Podcast. Yeah, I'm honored to be on it. Thank you. It's nice. It's easy. It's low-keyzy. <laughs> Bars! <laughs> See you guys later. <laughs> want to thank you guys again for listening to the Low Key Podcast. want to thank Chad Pennington for being on the Low Key Podcast. And talking about the Tucson music local music scene. Go check out his Instagram and his Facebook and see what he's doing. And also, go listen to his music on iTunes and Spotify. Guys, if you're a new listener, go subscribe to us on iTunes. And if you've been subscribing to us on iTunes, go comment and rate us on iTunes. Because we'd love to hear your feedback. Also, go check out what we're doing on Instagram and Facebook. Follow us, like us, and check out what giveaways we're doing. So guys, have a nice day and keep it nice and easy and low-key. See you guys later.